Welcome back to Yeah, that can't be good. A rewatch podcast of the sci-fi original series Eureka. Let's get going. Hey, this is Doug with the TV Guide Synopsis. Season 5, Episode 9, Smarter Carter. Original air date, June 18th, 2012. Allison's brother visits to meet her new husband, and Carter's intelligence mysteriously begins to grow exponentially. Creators Jamie Paglia and Andrew Cosby, written by Paula Yu, Ed Fowler, and John Herrera, and directed by Alexandra LaRoche. Hi, this is Vicki, and I'm here with my co-host, Kim. Hi, everybody. For Season 5, Episode 9, Smarter Carter. Wait! Have these. What's that? Brand new ropes for a brand new marriage. <laughs> Sophisticated and earthy. Thanks, Vince. Enjoy. As the episode begins, we're reminded of Jack and Allison's impromptu wedding. Allison tells Jack that they still need to fill out forms for the DOD before their marriage is official. We are also informed that Allison's genius brother, Marcus, is coming to town. He has just written a book based on some scientific theory of his and will be there to do a book signing at Cafe Diem. The other reason for his trip is to check out the man his sister just married. Jack does not seem concerned about this until Kevin tells him that Marcus is prejudiced against people who are not as intelligent as the members of the Blake family. In the last episode, Zane was determined to help Holly. She was dying. Zane was able to develop some sort of thing that inserts Holly into Sarah's program instead of operating separately from it. Holly is no longer in jeopardy of dying, but confesses to Zane that she does not want to exist solely in Carter's house. She asks him to help her. Fargo is being very overprotective about Holly, and she is afraid that he'll shut down the project if he knows what they're doing. Zane and Henry recruit Joe to run interference due to the equipment they will need to help Holly. Parrish returns from Hawaii to find that Zane has been appointed head of Section 5. Parrish immediately goes to Joe with a list of protocol and abuses that he has already found. Joe, to hold him off, tells Parrish that he should help her with the investigation of Zane. Parrish soon realizes that Joe is not doing a proper investigation, so Joe, to cover for Zane and Henry, tells Parrish that she just can't concentrate on the investigation given the fact that she's so attracted to him. Kevin, worried about his uncle's visit, doses Carter with some sort of intelligent enhancer to raise his IQ. Carter figures it out early, but Kevin assures him it'll wear off in a few hours. It does not. Carter gets smarter and smarter, but he seems to be losing his heart and emotions along the way. He is able to find flaws in Marcus's theories, and they bond by working together. Andy, who is not feeling very useful, jumps at the chance of an upgrade when Carter suggests it. The upgrade turns him into a power-hungry, emotionless robot. When he almost kills Joe, and then later Joe and Zane, Carter doesn't seem to be any help in coming up with a way to stop him. Allison decides that they have to think like Carter, the old Carter, to solve the problem. They assume that Andy will be heading for Sarah to upload more power. They set him up and Sarah zaps him and puts him out of commission. They bring Andy back to GD where Carter is able to reverse the upgrade and make Andy Andy again. In the meantime, Parrish discovers where all the missing equipment is and leads Fargo and the security team to Henry's garage before he knows that it's Holly they're using the equipment for. Fargo shuts the whole thing down over Holly's objections while Zane and Henry try to convince him that they are close to a solution. After Kevin confesses what he did to Carter and is grounded for 30 years, Allison tells him that the Z-waves are what caused Carter's intelligence to grow farther than Kevin anticipated. Fargo goes to see Holly and tells her pretty much that he was being selfish. He also mentions that the photonic processor that Carter invented is pretty awesome, so 
we have to imagine this will have something to do with helping Holly in the future. He agrees to help Zane and Henry. Allison, Marcus, and Jack come up with a serum to reverse the smart Mickey and everyone returns to normal. Andy apologizes to Sarah. Carter apologizes to Andy. Marcus approves the relationship and they sign the DOD paperwork making their marriage official by DOD guidelines. So what did you think about this episode? I liked it though. You did? I did like it. Mm-hmm. It was entertaining. I think I told you before it wasn't one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. But when I think about it, I only remember the part about Allison's brother. Mm-hmm. And there's more to it. And once I watch it, I remember there's other parts to it that I do like. Right, okay. So I don't hate it as much as I think I do mm-hmm. in my head. But I don't like Allison's brother. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I like when Carter called him out on some of the things in his books. Yeah. That I love when I he called it. him out because yeah. he got ready to say stuff and he's trying to stop him as he gets ready to say it because he's figuring he's just a shark. And Kevin, you know, gave him something to drink to make him smarter. That really threw him over the edge. So yeah. was, that was funny. Yeah. I, I like that he was always, you know, if he says something, he has something to say back. Yeah. And that was good. Oh, it was. That's why I really enjoyed it, because he did get a dig at him, and he threw something back at him. It was like, whoa. Yeah. I guess maybe at first glance, you might think that Kevin was embarrassed of Carter, and that's why he did it, but I don't think he's embarrassed of Carter. I I think he really likes Carter. Yes, he cares for him. Right, and he wanted him to be able to stand up to his uncle. Right. I think he knows what a jerk his uncle is. But I thought it was ridiculous when Allison introduces him while he's got the legs wrapped around his head. Oh, yeah, that was too funny. Right. I mean, if he was in the middle of an arrest or a high-speed chase, mm-hmm. is, would you stop him to introduce right. her brother? Mm-hmm. I mean, that was just something to make him look foolish. Yeah. But then again, she's used to it, too, and that's the part she loves about it. I guess. I guess. <laughs> well, this takes restless legs and to a whole new level. But they could not run the long arm of the brother-in-law. Nice. Now, let's try this again. Hi, I'm Jack. Dr. Marcus Blake. Do you prefer Dr. Blake, or can I call you Marcus? I haven't decided yet. Okay. So is this typical share-free stuff for you, Jack? (laughs) And then, you know what? I just realized this time, I I, I don't know how many times I've seen this episode, but Marcus's last name is Blake. And I always assumed Blake was her first husband's name. That's what I assumed, because Kevin's name is Blake. Oh, yeah, but no. Wasn't she married to... Stark. Right. Right, but Kevin isn't Stark's son. She was married. She had two husbands before Carter. Oh. She was married to Kevin's father, who we don't know what happened to. We assume he died. Mm. So you would imagine that Kevin would have the father's name, or hyphenated Mm. Blake something or other. I always assumed that Blake was her first husband's name. I mean, I could see her going back to her maiden name, but why would Kevin... Be Blake. Oh, I would do it to. I was gonna do it to my son. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. If I was my ex husband wanted me to change my name back, I was gonna change my son's name back. If your ex husband wanted you to change your name back, I was gonna change my son's. I want him to have the same name I had. Well, yeah, that I understand, because that's why I never changed my name back because mm-hmm. I didn't want DC to be confused. Right. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that would confuse them. Mm-hmm. Plus, I hated my my maiden name. No. <laughs> too long but i mean he died it didn't seem like there was any issues with their relationship Mm. it's just that he died but was that his son yeah oh okay yeah whoever this person was we've never seen him okay jenna's last name is stark oh okay Hmm. i always just assumed that blake was her first husband's name Mm. but apparently Mm. it's not 
I don't like the way she describes the wedding to Marcus. Because if you remember, they didn't even know she was engaged. Carter right. found out she never told her family oh, okay. that she was engaged. Mm-hmm. So now all of a sudden she's married. And she says it like it was a spur of the moment thing, which it was. Yeah. But she never mentions that they were engaged already. She made it sound like, oh, we were two people that were dating and we were trapped in this tank and we got married. Like right. they weren't thinking of getting married anyway. Right. I didn't like that. I, mm-hmm. I didn't like that she didn't tell him. I mean, maybe that was mentioned somewhere along the line, but... It wasn't, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, I didn't like that was, she didn't... It was a life-threatening situation. Right, which makes it sound like, oh, oh maybe I shouldn't have done that right. kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, that's not what she was saying, but mm. he might think that way. Right. So that bothered me. It always bothers me. Mm. We didn't even know you were dating. Well, it wasn't exactly planned. We were about to drown. Why am I not feeling reassured? And in case I haven't mentioned it, I don't like Marcus. Right. <laughs> Share of school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Share of school. Ugh. But Joe and Parrish make me laugh. Joe and Parrish were hilarious. Yeah. He actually fell for the fact that Joe was attracted to him. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell was that? You're either protecting your boyfriend, or you are the worst interrogator in the history of the world. Right? Yeah, that was a terrible interview. I'm having a, a hard time focusing right now, and I, I think that it's you. Me? Yeah, you know, we've, we've never worked this closely together, and I had no idea that you were so magnetic. Oh, this sort of thing, it happens all the time. And then the other part I felt sorry for, um, she's Holly. dead, Holly, yeah, I kind of felt bad still for Holly. I need your help. You might want to review bathroom etiquette with Sarah. I'm not staying long enough to learn the rules. You have to get me out of here. Please? She's stuck at the house. Then they moved her to the garage, but Fargo won't understand that she doesn't is not happy that way. Right. He just wants to keep her mm-hmm. where she is because he's worried about something happening to her. Yeah. You know, it's like keeping your kids in the house. For right. their whole life because you're afraid to let him go outside. Yeah, and then she looked disappointed when they made the mold. Yeah. And then it caught on fire. It caught on fire, fire. yeah. because yeah, it's like she had that glimmer of hope. Right. And then all of a sudden the glimmer of hope is taken from her. Right. You know. But they were close because they're on yeah. So mm-hmm. I think if Parrish knew this was all about Holly, mm-hmm. that he wouldn't have called Fargo. Douglas doesn't understand. And we could risk you telling him. Holly... You have to know, you can always trust me. Confiscate everything. Starting right now. I think he found out where they were, let Fargo know, and he he just happened to show up first. I don't think he would have called Fargo if he knew Holly was involved. Right. But at that point, it was too late. He well, already... Joe was giving him the runaround, too. And she should have just been forward and just said what was going on. Yeah, but you never know about him, you know? Because now he had attitude, but I think if it was for her, he would have done right. it. Right. I also think they're trying to limit the amount of people who know mm. that she even exists. Yeah. Yeah, well, usually in Eureka, they find out eventually. I know. <laughs> I know. So what's one more person? <laughs> But then when Carter gets the brain jack or whatever it was, it was funny because Carter, the smarter he got, the worse he got. Like, he didn't care about anything. He didn't care. He got cocky. Yeah, the car blew up. He didn't care about who that might have hurt, what he did to Andy. Mm -hmm. 
you know, he didn't care that he kept saying, oh, we'll just get a new one or, well, Yeah, you know. kind of and we've been for Andy, too. Right, and we've been through that already. Mm-hmm. And Carter's already, like, going past that. Yeah. But what was funny to me was Carter was acting that way because of what Kevin did to him. But Marcus was kind of acting that way, too. He well, went yeah. along with everything, yeah. He didn't care if they had to get a new Andy or whatever. He went mm. along with all mm. of it, which says a lot about his character. <laughs> you know, there's a reason that that was happening to Jack, but mm. I just don't like him. I'm not going to like him. There's no way, even at the end when he approves of Allison's what marriage, who cares? Right. Why does he have to approve? I just right. don't like him. I don't like and him. Then, I don't like him. I don't and like plus him. Plus, he lied in his book, so I wasn't happy with that. And right. I still never came to surface that. But why'd you lie in the book? Or da 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 Because that was left on Pitchner's business to me. Yeah. He said it should have worked, which kind of means that he didn't test it like he said he did. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You're right. Yeah. In that lab, trying to get reliable results, <laughs> vowed we wouldn't come out until we had a functioning model. <laughs> well, you're here now, so. Guess that means it works. <laughs> <laughs> or you just told everyone it did. <laughs> and then they probably took it because Carter shouldn't know what he's talking about. Right. It's something like, oh, he really doesn't know. My brother, he's the author of the book. He knows how what's going on. And Carter, oh, yeah, he's just throwing this out the wind. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But even at the end, when they were making the serum to bring Carter back to normal, Marcus says, you two work so well together. But they work so well together normally. Right. He just mm. doesn't know that. Are you sure you want to do that? Mm. Even at the end, he doesn't want to reverse Carter's brain back to normal. Right, because he thinks that's still beneath him. <sighs> I can't yeah. stand it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We know. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Kim already heard about a half yeah, hour of this when yeah. we were doing the last episode. <laughs> and that was crazy knew, about him. Because I knew that this episode was coming, so she already knows how much I dislike Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> but Andy was pretty creepy. He was like the Matrix Andy when he was trying to pull the parts out of Sarah. Hi, honey. I'm home. What are you doing? Recharging. Andy? Unhinging my CPU panel. That will compromise my essential systems. Isn't that a pickle? You're sick. We can help you. That won't be necessary. Dr. Blake, you need to leave. Andy, you're hurting Sarah. She likes to talk. I like to shoot. (laughs) I admire your persistence, Miss Lupo, but we both know you can't stop me. Did I miss that one? He went to Sarah to get more power from her, and he started pulling whatever he was pulling out of her. That's when they set him up, but Sarah ended up zapping him. Oh, okay, I missed that part. But he was really creepy. Yeah, he was really, like, Matrix Andy Is that when after they told him they don't need him? Yeah, and then he agreed to have the upgrade that Carter did. Right, yeah. And then he was going around pulling power from everywhere, like he almost killed Joe. Okay. And then you almost ran over Joe and Zane. I was watching this a bit, but it's been nodding out a little bit. <laughs> yeah, he almost killed Joe. She was holding on to her door handle and he... Oh, yeah, no, okay, I missed that part. All right. And then Vincent called mm-hmm. and said Andy was there. I don't know where they were. Maybe it was his Cafe D mm-hmm. warehouse or something. And he came driving out of the warehouse and almost ran them over. Oh, okay. 
apple sauce from the freezer unit. Now, why would he do that? He knows tomorrow is Tuscany Tuesday. But this was after the fact. Yes. They were trying to stop him, and they realized they had to think like Carter and figure out where he would go next to get more power, and they decided that he would probably go to Sarah oh, to get okay. more power. So that's when they finally got him. Oh, okay. No, I must have nodded out. <laughs> <laughs> I do that all the time. Although I would have nodded out for the whole thing. I don't like nod out for a minute or so. I wake up and it's three episodes are gone. <laughs> oh, no. This was I was in the bed with, with my Kindle. So when I got up, it was like a quarter of five. I'm mm. watching it. And then all of a sudden, I started getting sleepy and <laughs> nodded. And then all of a sudden, next thing I know, you got to wake up. So, yeah. Because I got to go to work. <laughs> right. Well, that's when they finally got Andy. And they knew he was going to see Sarah, so mm-hmm. they must have told Sarah to zap him or whatever she did to him. Mm-hmm. But when, before he knew they set him up and he thought he was going to get power, mm-hmm. he was really creepy, just like oh, the okay. Matrix Andy. He was oh, okay. really creepy. His feelings were hurt. Well, not after the upgrade they weren't. He was just wanted power. His feelings were hurt, yeah, at first. Yeah, but some people, when they're feeling get hurt, they get angry. Yeah. Remember he was angry? He had that nasty attitude. Right. So, I'm just saying, some people, when they get their feelings hurt, they get a nasty yeah, attitude. that could be, too. But he was trying to drain the power from GD. All the lights went out, and then he was uh, at the power station. That's where he almost killed Joe. Oh, okay. And Dang, I know that for a good <laughs> Finally, Fargo realizes that he's being selfish about Holly, that she's not happy. He offers to help her. And I have to imagine whatever Carter invented mm. is going to help her, too. Because oh, he okay. mentioned it at the end, so he wouldn't have mentioned it if... Mm. It wasn't going to play a part. He thinks that Zane and Henry are on the right path. Right. Kevin is grounded for 30 years. <laughs> like we said, everything gets back to normal. And apparently Jack and Allison had to sign paperwork for the DOD before they were officially married, which they did. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much the whole episode. Yeah. I, yeah. I enjoy it too, sir, because, you know, I just like him giving jabs back. I think, um, for me, uh, what's most impressive is... How are you using um, flexible microprocessors, a one nanometer QD for the current carrying capacity? I think that's innovative. You read my article. Well, I, I scanned it. Well, aren't you full of surprises? <laughs> no kidding. Oh, that was great. I know. I loved that part. I know. It was because he was a jerk. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I did a, a whole presentation at Tesla based on your research, Uncle Marcus. And aced it, I'm sure. Could have done it without Jack's help. Really? They cover polycyclic hydrocarbons in sheriff's school? No. Uh, Marshal services is more focused on catching bad guys. And deadly runaway legs. <laughs> Even at the end when he was happy, he was a jerk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 I keep on saying, punch him in the throat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, I can't. And usually I skip over this episode. Mm-hmm. I don't watch it all that often, which is probably why I don't remember all the mm-hmm. rest of the parts that are in it that I do like. Yeah. I only think of Allison and Marcus mm-hmm. and Jack getting brain jacked, mm-hmm. and I don't remember the rest of the episode. Mm-hmm. I thought Parrish was hilarious. Well, we, uh, we missed you here, so is there um, something I can help you with? Zane Donovan's head on a pike would be a good start. So you've heard. The director is clearly blinded by grief. Installing Donovan as head of Section 5 is not only ludicrous, it is a gross miscarriage of justice. What's this? I'm keeping a running tab of his infractions. So far, he has violated 22 regulations, and that has just been this morning. Well, that's just outrageous. I'm on my way to see Fargo about it right now. Actually, you see, I'm the one that deals with rule violations, uh, so I'm going to take care of it for you. 
Joe helping them was mm. hilarious because she's not one to do anything against, yeah. you know, protocol. It was just good. It's just, I wish we can get rid of the Marcus part of it. But. Yeah. Who would kind of be able to jab it? I guess, yeah. yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. All right. Well, we're almost done here, actually. We only have, like, four episodes left or something. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, we're almost done. So, Kim will be back. I'm not sure what the schedule is right now, <laughs> but she'll be back soon. And we'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. I knew I shouldn't have worn these jeans. Okay, DC, tell us what's next. Join us next time for season 5, episode 10, The Honeymooners. Bye! Bye. Bye. Please remember to follow us on our Facebook page. Yeah, that can't be good. At facebook.com backslash Eureka Rewatch. Or on Twitter at Eureka Rewatch. Links to information discussed during our podcasts will be added to our website at EurekaRewatch.com. You can also listen to our podcast on Podbean. If you'd like to send us an email, please email us at EurekaRewatch at gmail. We would love to hear from you. And we're now also available on Google Play.